Well, welcome to Praxis Sunday. Hello. My name is Cole. This is Ryan. And uh, Praxis Sunday is a Sunday that we do uh, three times a year. And it's an opportunity for each of us to kind of begin considering, Lord, what is it that you have for me in this season to step into? And so that's what we're doing tonight. And as we begin this time together, um, we're going to take up our offering. And as we uh, prepare for that, uh, we got some people coming up here with these baskets. I um, just want to give you guys a couple updates. Alden is coming along really well. Uh, we had a bunch of people in there painting this week, uh, this weekend, actually just yesterday. And I think we pretty much finished the whole building, uh, which is awesome. Uh, carpet goes down on Monday. We're going to get some chairs in there pretty soon. So things are coming along really well. And as you know, uh, or maybe don't know, I'll let you know, we started this process in April. So it's been a long time coming for us. It kind of feels like uh, a slight glimpse of the 40 years in the wilderness. <laughs> Although it's been much less time than that. So we're thankful for that, though it hasn't been 40 years. Um, but it has been several months uh, longer than we expected. Because of that and with our back and forth with the city, there have been a couple things that they've required from us that were unexpected expenses. And so in the next few weeks, we're going to just be making kind of some of the details of that. Um, we're just, we'll be letting you know some of the details of that. Um, we're going to have to raise a little bit more money. Um, fortunately, um, we thought that difference was going to be about $30,000. We already had somebody who said, I'll give 8500 So that brings us to about a $20,000 difference. So over the next couple of months, or weeks, sorry, not months, over the next couple of weeks, uh, we'll let you guys know a little bit more about that, but I want to let you know that was coming up. But things are going really, really well, and um, we hope to be in there very soon. And uh, fortunately, the money thing doesn't delay us. We just got to make it, make it happen. So um, we're going to pray real quick. And um, of course, this is an opportunity for us to worship through giving and uh, those baskets will be passed. Just pass them behind you when it comes to the end of the row. God, we love you. We thank you for um, how good you are. God, thank you that even in these songs that we sing tonight, we remember your goodness. We remember your awesome power. We remember your presence with us. Thank you that you are so present in our lives, leading us from one moment to the next. And God, I'm just reminded even this week of, of how much you provide for us. Thank you for that. And Lord, thank you for the, just the way that you've made with us to move into this new facility, hopefully, oh gosh, very soon. And Lord, thanks for how you provide for that. And we just thank you for how generous you are to us. Uh, bless this time as we worship you through giving and, uh, and model your generosity back to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, friends, uh, last week we wrapped up our spiritual gift series, which we had been going through since the beginning of the year. And when we started 2015, one of the things that we talked about as our mission for the year was this, to disciple and commission each member of City Beautiful Church and their spiritual gifts to serve the church and the world as part of a culture of honor. And this is something that will be ongoing. It's something that we'll never arrive at because the more of the Holy Spirit we see, the more we see that we can still get. And so this is a continual process of growth for us as a people and something that we'll continue to move through as a church family. Um, and we're going to continue actually doing this through the end of the year in some ways. Um, as you know, we meet the first and third Wednesday nights. And as we finish out this, uh, this last part of 2015, we'll be continuing to develop our spiritual gifts and have an opportunity to practice that. So we hope that you'll join us. This coming Wednesday is a first Wednesday, but we will not be meeting this first Wednesday. So for this month of October only, we'll be doing the second and third. So we'll be meeting on the 14th, the second and third Wednesdays of this month. Will we be meeting on the first Wednesday of October? Will we be meeting on the second Wednesday of October? Awesome. Cool. Tell your friends. Um, and uh, we'll be just gathering again to worship and pray on the, seventh, the 14th. And then uh, we'll be letting you know about some other things that we'll be doing through the end of the year when it comes to developing our spiritual gifts. But one of the things that we've learned through this time together as we've moved through the spiritual gift series is a lot about who we are as a people, a lot about our leadership, about, a lot about our community in general. And we've been making some changes that we'll be talking about a little bit tonight as part of Praxis. One of those primary changes is this. So we've begun the process of reorienting from top to bottom how we step into certain roles and titles. The things that we as individuals in a community agree to take up and the things that we agree to let go of. Perhaps you've been uh, part of an organization or something before where there's a need and so 
whomever is the first to kind of raise their hand and jump in and kind of fulfill that need is kind of how things operate. And there's something really honorable and beautiful about our willingness to jump in and be able to say yes when there's a lack or there's a need. There's something that has to happen. And even when we talked about the gift of service, we said that's a huge indicator that you might have a gift of service if you're so ready to jump in and do what's necessary. And it's a really great short-term solution in order to help things move along. But long-term, I'm sure we've all been in a position where we've said yes to something because there was a need. But over time, we've begun to find that we were uh, being, being depleted and recognizing that maybe we weren't uh, necessarily gifted to be the person to say yes to that thing for the long run. And I think that's really the beauty of what it is when God gives us the spiritual gifts is we each learn to be sensitive to how God has uniquely crafted each one of us. And as we do that, we learn what are the things that he's calling us to say yes to, that God equips those who are willing. And the gifts that he gives us and the personality he gives us speak into the long-term calling that he has on our lives. So a big part of what this journey has been for us as individuals in our ministry teams is to say, here's the kind of person that God has created me to be. Here are the gifts that he's given me. And, and out of those gifts, here are the things that I can say yes to in helping this ministry function. Now, if we believe, the beauty is if we believe that God is, is truly sovereign and is in control, then that means that he's going to bring together a full picture of his character and all of the spiritual gifts will be represented. And that's really exciting to see as we um, pursue the gifts in practical terms into what we say yes to in our different ministries it encourages other people to step up and say, well, actually, I'm kind of passionate about that piece there. I'm actually quite gifted to do that. And we come up before one another more open-handed and willing to submit ourselves to the Lord and to see what it is that he's going to do through us. And so a great example we've used recently is um, with our greenhouse team, being able to sit down and to kind of go around and say, this is how God has created me as a human being. These are the gifts that he's instilled within me. And I really feel his call on my life to specifically speak with authority into these certain parts of our ministry. And as we've opened up that conversation more and more in the Greenhouse Kids ministry, people are finding themselves um, stepping into authority that is, is more in line with how God's crafted them. And it's just created a healthier atmosphere for our children. It's created um, a thriving ministry where people are more joyfully saying yes to the things that God's inviting them to. And we're really seeing um, more kingdom establishment in that ministry. Yeah, and so tonight we're going to be talking through a couple things. When you came in tonight, you got a card, and there's a couple different categories on that. And those categories are around discipleship, serving within, and serving beyond our church. And we're going to be talking with a lot of people who lead ministries and small groups in each of those areas. Um, and you'll get to hear from them tonight. You'll get to hear how there's an opportunity for you to take part in those different ministries, those different, those different opportunities as well. And as Ryan just said, it's not just that we're inviting you to come and put your name down on a piece of paper to fill a hole. What we recognize is that each of us is powerfully gifted by the Holy Spirit to step into serving the world and to serving the church and to serving one another and continuing as we serve one another to be discipled into a place of deeper intimacy with God. And so that's our hope tonight is that we would be pursuing those things together, a deeper intimacy with God, a deeper service to one another and a deeper service to the world around us. And as we enter into this next season where we were asking, Lord, what are you doing right now? How are you moving? What are you asking us to step into? I want us to look at this passage from Ephesians chapter two. And we're to read this together, Ephesians chapter 2, verses 19 through 22. It says this, Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people, and also members of his household, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. In him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him, you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. You know, there are all kinds of metaphors that scripture uses for what the church is like. And in this next season, when we're specifically looking at this metaphor of the church as a home, because we want to really hone in on what that means for us and kind of the, the direction and the pursuit for us as we step into this praxis season, as we step into this next season as a church, is that we want the culture of this house, City Beautiful Church, to be one of this family living in heavenly reality. 
family living in heavenly reality. And so I'm just going to kind of draw this picture from Ephesians chapter 2 up here. Uh, so we have the apostles and prophets as the foundation with Jesus as the chief cornerstone, and then the house is built on that. And so what we're talking about is what is the culture of this house? What is the ethos of this house? What error surrounds us as we live and experience life together? And as we as elders and as leadership have talked, these are the things that we've talked about a lot. And these are the things that we're yearning for is to be family living in heavenly reality. Family speaking to the relational component of what we desire for one another, that we're intimately connected with, with, with one another, that we care deeply for one another. We have a deep sense of compassion for the people around us, that we would proactively reach out beyond what's comfortable, comfortable for us and connect with the other people of our church, that we would serve one another well, and as we've been talking about throughout this entire year, that we would embody a culture of honor. And so we want to be people who deeply embrace what it means for us to love as family, that we would be a church that loves as family. And I know that maybe you're sitting there tonight and you're thinking, man, that seems like a really difficult thing. Or maybe you're thinking tonight, man, I've experienced some really difficult things with people in this church. I don't know what it means for us to look like family. And what we're saying right here is this is a picture of what we believe God is stirring inside of us. It's a future picture of what we believe that he's calling us into, that we would be a people who increasingly care for one another. And simultaneously, as we care for one another, one of the uh, results of that is living in heavenly reality, that we would be people who all around us embody joy and peace patience and kindness, the fruit of the Spirit, that we would embody wholeness and healing and health, that the realities of heaven would be our reality. And as we talk about the culture of our house being one of family living in heavenly reality, one of the things that we recognize is that in so many ways that's an overflow of how we live our lives on a day-to-day basis, that we can't just snap our fingers and say, wow, now we are family living in heavenly reality. We can't just put it up here on the screen and say, hey guys, this is who we are now, because this is felt, and all of us will know when we've stepped into a deeper portion of being family living in heavenly reality, because the realities of a healthy family will be all around us and we'll experience them on a regular basis. The realities of heaven will be around us and we will know what it is like because we see it and we experience it. And so we come to the point of saying, okay, well, how do we move in the direction of becoming family living in heavenly reality? And for us, as we talked again as a leadership team, the four things that we came to that we said, if we focus on these things, if we look at these things, if we put our spiritual time and effort and direction into these things, these are the foundational principles of what it means to live a life after Christ and what it means for us to live a life as a church. These are the root things. And there's four things that we kind of will be focusing on as a church in order to step into a culture of family living in heavenly reality. And they are worship. Yeah, you like that one? Wait, you leaving? You're saying amen as you walk out the door? I uh, hope everybody agrees with all four of these things, by the way. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, if you agree, just go ahead and agree all out. How's that? It'll just make... It'll make us feel really great. Uh, personal thriving. And, and that is in the area of our emotional life. It's in the area of our spiritual life. It's in the area of our physical life. We have another, we have a, a she-sculpt competitor that will be coming up tonight for the guys this time. Get ready for that. Um, healthy relationships. Anybody like that? A couple. There's a couple people who want healthy relationships in here. Awesome. And lastly, healthy leadership. And, you know, we had um, a, a really great a really great time together as leaders a couple weekends ago where we just got together and talked about some of this, 
this stuff, talked about some of the objectives of our ministry. Again, you'll be hearing some of that tonight. Um, And we really want to be people who lead the way in what it means to be healthy. We want to have leaders who relate to one another in a healthy way, who embody a life of worship, who embody uh, moving into greater levels of thriving and greater levels of healthy relationship. And as you and I step into these things with the Holy Spirit and with one another, the natural outflow of that will be that we will realize in our midst, that we will experience in our midst family and heaven, that we will draw near to God, and as we draw near to God, we'll draw near to one another. And lastly, as we draw near to one another, we will overflow the realities of family living in heavenly reality. So, that's that. That's kind of the foundation for tonight. And we're going to um, talk to a lot of people who are saying, I want to help us move in that direction tonight. And um, let's, just, let's just say thank you to all the people in advance who are about to come up here. And at the end of our gathering last week, um, I kind of gave everybody kind of this commission to say, I want everybody to pray this week about what it might look for like, like for you to engage in a small group. And we're going to talk to our small group leader. Well, we're going to he- see our small group leaders tonight. We're going to talk to um, some of our ministry teams tonight. And we're going to talk about some opportunities to serve beyond the church walls. And if you um, could do me a favor and pull out a device and go to citybeautiful.ch. This is how we'll be navigating this together tonight. So citybeautiful.ch slash Praxis, P-R-A-X-I-S. And let me see your light when you're there, you know? An indicator that I'm there. And so what what we'll have on this page tonight is we'll have little check boxes. Oh, well, that's at the bottom. At the top, we'll have little check boxes that you... Scroll down a little bit. Watch, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh-huh. So um, these are our small groups, and we're, we're going to uh, talk about that a little bit more in just a little bit. And if you want any information, you're interested in, in joining any of these small groups, you'll have the opportunity to check those boxes uh, a little bit farther down. We'll, um, we'll have opportunities to um, get more information about serving as part of a specific team. And then also we'll hear from three of our ministry opportunities outside of our church right there. Oh. Too far. Oh, yeah, there, there. Um, and then uh, you'll obviously be able to fill in your information there at the bottom. So as we go through talking of, talking to all these people tonight and hearing about all these ministries, ministries, if you think to yourself, oh, that seems interesting. I think I'd really want to engage with that. Um, click that box. And then at the end, we'll have an opportunity to press the submit button. Ryan, let's start with discipleship. Let's do it. I want to go ahead and invite all the small group leaders to move uh, over Stage right, left, left, stage left, house right. I was not a theater major. Um, we want to start by talking about discipleship. These are the opportunities for you to come and receive. And, you know, when we're talking about this idea of a spiritual home, what we're, we're talking about here specifically with di- discipleship is how we grow upwards together. So in Ephesians chapter 4, Paul talks about how the spiritual gifts are given to us, and specifically the fivefold ministry, to equip the people for works of service, and so that we all raise up in maturity together into the fullness of the measure of Christ. And so that's really what we're talking about when we're talking about discipleship. And so I want to talk about some of our small groups and introduce a few of our leaders. Um, And as we're going through these, again, I would encourage you to follow along on that form and just check off the ones that you're interested in joining. So the first one, um, we're going to begin on uh, with Mondays. The first one is Ladies Le- Eat and Meet. And this is the first Sunday of the month, and this is with Jennifer Neesmith. Everyone give her a single clap. Uh, a single. Do you guys remember when we did that last practice? One clap. Again. Ready? Jen Neesmith. All right. Um, so this is a really great opportunity if you are a woman, whether this is your first time with our church or you've been coming here for years. This is a great opportunity just to come together to build relationship, to, to press in with one another, um, just over a meal that Jen prepares, and she's a phenomenal cook and phenomenal host. Uh, and it's just really a great opportunity for all of our women to come together and share life together. And I think it's, it's just so important we have those spaces where we can come, whether we're new or whether we've been here for years, just to open ourselves up to community a little bit more. The next one is Dinner and Delving with Terry Olson. Terry? Okay, you're getting there. Um, Terry is a phenomenal human being, and his Monday night group 
uh, they come together around a meal, and in this next season, they're sharing God's stories, whether it's people within the group or they're bringing people from outside, just to come and to share what is it that God has done in your life. And so throughout the summer, they were doing church history uh, week to week, and now it's almost like, what's our personal history with the Lord? And, and that's a really great opportunity as well if, you're, um, if you just want to get to hear some of what the Lord's doing in other individuals. Um, the next one on Mondays is called, Do You Want More? And that's with Mark Vandervenay. Uh, he gave Mark himself two claps. <laughs> I like that enthusiasm. Healthy, healthy personal yeah. driving right Yeah. Um, Mark has been a member of our group for a long time, and I was so excited to sit down with him and hear about this group. This is a group that's really about learning how do we, um, how do we find our identity in Christ Jesus as sons and daughters, and how do we actively live out a life where we're being led by the Spirit. So those are kind of the two main aspects of what Mark's going to be doing. So it's going to be a lot of time spent on us really just digging deep into that identity that we have in Christ and then learning practically what it means to hear the voice of the Father, what it means to go out um, day by day and just listen to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. So if, you, if that's something you're really interested in, you want to step out and take risks, that's going to be the group for you. Moving to Tuesdays, we've got uh, Jen Jackson with Ladies Real Talk. Again, this is another woman's group, but this one's more focused on uh, scripture. So they've, what they've been doing is going through different books of the Bible, just chapter by chapter, and having that be a launch pad for discussing how do we live life as women in the 21st century. And there's a really great opportunity at the end of each group to break down into smaller groups, uh, to process and to pray over one another. And that's, that's really, again, where the depth of discipleship comes, when we're able to sit down in a safe place and, and open up our lives to one another. Um, also on Tuesday is the Happy Intercessor with Chrissy de Oliveira. Um, Chrissy's going to be doing one. This starts October uh, 20, 20th. So it's going to wait a little while. But this one's uh, based on a book by Benny Johnson. It's called The Happy Intercessor. And it's a six-week course essentially about how to step into being a healthy intercessor, how to, how to, how to uh, be guided by the Spirit, listen to the Spirit, and pray into the things that you feel like God's revealing to you. So uh, um, that if you're... You know, experimenting with the, the gift of intercession, that'd be a really great opportunity for you. Uh, moving on to Wednesdays, we have the Book of John with Becky and John Thompson. Now, John Thompson did not write this book, but he's an appreciator of it. This is another one of our long-standing um, small groups where people are coming around a meal and just really digging into Scripture together and then uh, praying with one another and discussing that. So that's a really great opportunity on Wednesdays. We move to Thursdays. Here and Now, There and Then by Beth Moore, starring, ah, Beth Moore's not leading it, Jenny Smith is. This is a book on Revelation, which is one of the most fascinating and compelling books in scripture, and, um, and Jen is leading some women through Beth Moore's study on that book. So that started on September 17th, but there's still opportunity for you to join up in that if you're interested. The next one is called A Deluge of Love, a Bible survey, and it's by me. So through this summer, I did a course called uh, how, to, how to Read the Bible and Not Join a Cult. And it was really about, <laughs> and we, none of us did. Well done, you guys. That's what you think. I know. I know, right? You hear what they say about us? What do they say about us? No. I'm just kidding. Um, so that course was really about what are the lenses through which we engage with the scriptures in order to pursue God. And so this one is going to be kind of a biblical survey from Genesis 1 to Revelation 22. How do we see God's big story, God's story of redeeming love um, from the beginning to the end? And so I want it, my goal is that it really will tie together um, every book of the Bible to, so that we see that we're not dealing with a schizophrenic God but a God who has been revealing himself in Christ Jesus, and this has always been his plan. So it's going to be on Thursdays. Also on Thursdays, we have Cross Train Men's Fitness featuring Roberto Acevedo the third. He sculpt. He's <laughs> <laughs> no, so vehemently no. <laughs> Thursday evenings and Saturday mornings, Robert is going to engage uh, a group of men in physical health as well as spiritual health. So it's going to be uh, five weeks in total, but it's twice um, in a week. And he's going to teach you some kind of exercise techniques, but also how to, to exercise your spirituality. And so um, that's going to be, I'm really excited to see where that one goes. And maybe I'll join because, you know, I need to sculpt these gums a little bit. <laughs> anyway, 
my head is for nothing more than carrying my body, okay? Um, on Fridays, uh, I, I am also leaving. Did you mean that the other way around? My body no, is I for... <laughs> I meant exactly what I said. Uh, it's, I'm very confused. Reverse it. Um, on Friday mornings, we have another intercessory prayer group at the Panera on Lake Eola. Um, we center ourselves on a psalm. We contemplate that psalm, and then we learn how out of, that, out of the things that the Lord reveals to us in that psalm, how we can be praying for this body, um, for our city, and for the world. It's been a really great opportunity to stretch our understanding of what intercessory and contemplative prayer can be. So you're more than welcome to join that Friday mornings. Um, and then Friday night, starting on October 9th, it's going to be every other Friday. This is what group going to be called Secret Church, and it's with Marcos Carrion, who is uh, currently in Puerto Rico. Maybe he'll listen to this and he'll feel good about himself. Um, but Secret Church is going to be really examining how do we live as ambassadors of Christ in contemporary culture? How do we respond to that call, um, that call to action to be who Jesus is calling us to be today? And, um, and so it, it's going to be a really great opportunity for any of you that are looking at that and you say, I, I love the gospel, I love Jesus, but I'm trying to figure out how to be a Christian in the 21st century. That's going to be the group for you. Um, and then on Saturday, let's go to Sundays. Um, we're going to do Sunday mornings at our Alden space. Um, it's going to be Epistle to the Romans. I'm going to be leading this one. Um, but again, it's going through Paul's letter to the Romans chapter by chapter and really examining this is Paul's masterpiece. This is, you know, ground zero of Paul's theology. And for us to go through that entire book, um, just chapter by chapter, and really dig in to what Paul is teaching us about Jesus. So those are all of our small groups. If you want to give them a round of applause. And I'm going to invite them to move back to their seats, and we're going to talk to um, the other opportunities that we have for discipleship. So not only do we have small groups, but we also have several groups that are coming around specific ideas um, in what it looks like for us to grow in maturity with God. Um, and, and to kind of spur one another onto righteousness. So the first one is a brand new endeavor, and it's called Uncharted. So let's bring up Uncharted's mission statement here. And, um, and it says, co-creating with God and others to tell good stories. Ladies and gentlemen, Garrett Callahan. Yeah, so Uncharted is, it was really born out of, first and foremost, the idea that as creatives, you're not what you do, but you, you are who you are. And secondly, the idea that as creatives, where, where does our role fit into the church, into God's story? And so from that, we focus on first, relationships, building relationships with each other so you feel known. Secondly, focusing on your, your craft, how does your, becoming excellent in what you do. And lastly, your spiritual being and, and helping us to become closer to God so we can better portray his heart to the world. And lastly, and every time we meet, we're always changing, doing different things, but we always like to leave space to, to, for room for God to do what he loves best and has to show up. So it's been really fun, and already I've been so proud of the people who have come, and everyone's really committed, and I'm really excited to where we're going. We meet uh, Saturday. Right now we're meeting the, the first Saturday of every month at 7 p.m. It's going to be hard to bounce back and forth, so we'll just, I'll do this one, and then we'll just keep it going. So the next ministry that we have is Beloved, and Beloved mission is to help the church get healthy and to see her outwardly active in her health. Ladies and gentlemen, Shannon Smith. What do you want me to say? <laughs> um, so Beloved is exactly what that says. Um, we meet the first Friday of every month. Um, and really, it's just about seeing the church get healthy. I think that happens on an individual basis. Um, so we try to create a space where people really come into the presence of God. Um, I think when you encounter God's love, um, you leave changed. So that's the goal, um, just to make a space for him to show up and do his job. <laughs> so we meet the first Friday of every month. We have worship nights. Um, in the beginning of the year, we're going to do um, another retreat, so be on the lookout for that. Um, and we're also, we have a couple other things like in the works, but first Friday of the month is solid. You'll, you'll find us there for sure. Give her a round of applause. Um, next up, we have worship. And this is, a, this is kind of a new uh, mission for worship that came up in the, um, in the leadership retreat that we did a few weekends ago. And it says this, creative family cultivating encounters with God. Ladies and gentlemen, my dear friend, Landon Pontius. 
Thank you. Um, yeah, as the worship team and the worship ministry, this statement I think really resonated with us. It's very simple, but we really wrestled with all of those words and all of the possible alternates. And family for us, I think, is a lot, a lot kind of pointing to the way that we structure the coordinating of our ministry is very relational. And we have a lot of diversity, which you guys experience Sunday to Sunday and our worship leaders and our the style of the music, the band setup, all those things. And that's something that we are very intentional about fostering and really encouraging. And it's not always an easy thing. And I think really stewarding a family in the midst of diversity, I think, is a tricky thing sometimes. Um, but that's something that we really take very seriously. And the creative aspect, both of these things kind of leading into cultivating is just us really wanting to steward ourselves, our own abilities, our also our relationships with one another. But we meet month monthly. We bring songs. We try to continue to exercise the muscle of creativity. We're kind of now casting vision for another album, kind of trying to dream up projects that we can do and better steward you and our experiences together. And we obviously meet every time we come to church. So <laughs> see you here. Round of applause for our, for our worship team. Good microphone technique as well. Obviously a musician and a tech technology man. Microphone right there. Nice. Um, and then the final discipleship opportunity we have is specifically for our children. And this is our Greenhouse Kids Ministry. Round of applause. All right. Um, and this is Greenhouse's mission, to lead children into living relationship with God through scripture, prayer, worship, and hands-on experience, and to cultivate healthy families in our community. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ellie Lane Crossman. Really? All right. Um, something that we're just really passionate with the kids is just like really walking them into a healthy and true relationship with God, and, and even with the families, and then for them to be able to know, like, who God truly is. I know for me personally in the past, like, I'm still working through things of, like, as a child learning things about God that weren't actually really true, you know? And so for us, just, we really have been pursuing just, like, integrity and, like, what we just share with the kids and how we do it. Um, last Sunday, we did a lesson on David and Goliath in relation to faith. And one of the things we had the kids do is just write down their fears, but then just have the kids pray over each other and just throw those rocks at Goliath. And it was just, you know, just to really have these feasible things that make sense to kids, you know, just even in the moments when they're by themselves. And, um, yeah, it's really, it's really good. So um, go ahead and take a look on your smartphones there. And if any of those groups sound interesting to you, again, you just kind of push the little uh, box and that's going to that's gonna sign you up just to get more information about that group. So we've got all of our small groups on there, and we've got Uncharted, and we've also got Beloved. Thank you, Ryan. You're welcome, Cole. Uh, so all of that was about discipleship, the concept of you know coming and receiving and really being developed in your faith, being developed relationally, personally, spiritually. And now we're going to talk about several opportunities that we have to not only receive, but to give back. And we do that by serving the church in some specific ways. And so one of the ways that we do that is through operations. And operations is all about helping fulfill the vision of our church and the vision of other teams. So they work hand-in-hand hand with a lot of our ministry teams who are up here, and it's one of the ways that you have the opportunity to serve. What are some of the things that people do as they serve with ops? Some of the things that we do is create the atmosphere. So when you walk in, the candles, the lights, all of that, like that's us it's creating an intentional space for you guys to come in and feel welcomed and feel like home. And we also come alongside all of the other teams throughout the week to create experiences, help with engagement things. We have lots of hands in different places. Um, with moving into the new space, we're really excited because we're probably going to have more of a seven-a-day-a-week presence, and there will be more opportunities for us to kind of step in and help other teams, which would be really great. This team makes it happen. Um, and then next we have um, tech. Tech, their vision, to facilitate, enhance, and remove obstacles to people in worshiping God and connecting with each other during Sunday night services. And this is our wonderful friend, Stacy. 
So we work alongside of Ops to try to create an environment um, on Sunday nights where you can really engage in worshiping the Lord. And uh, it takes people with skill and takes people with um, abilities in certain areas, specifically pro presenter, lights, audio, um, and production. And so those are the kinds of areas that we are really looking for people who want to serve together. Sometimes it gets a little crazy back there. And so we always want people that we can love on each other and uh, really work in an environment of truth and grace as we're trying to uh, create a great experience. Awesome. Next up, engagement to help people discover deep connections that lead to life-giving relationships. Our friend Nathan Hatton, all the way from, hold on, I know, I know, York, Yorkshire, Leeds, Leeds, inside Yorkshire, England. All of, all of the above. I think went to college in York, actually. Um, so, engagement. Brief story. One day, a couple of months, uh, about a year ago at this point, a lady called Jennifer, she is over there. Um, she, came, she came to City Beautiful, didn't know anyone, didn't know a soul, and she wanted to get plugged in. And through coming to engagement and starting to greet at the door and then other things, she essentially is now a leader in the cafe, and she is a part of the ladies' real talk, and she went to Ryan's group. And even tonight, I saw her ministering to people here in this building. And that's what engagement does. Like, we help facilitate um, deep relationships and connections. And we do that many different ways, and I'd love to talk to you about it later if you're curious. So much, so much embodied right here in this set of magazines on the table. Um, you'll notice... Four different Praxis magazines saved and laid out up here on this little table, which, right, no, that's a, that's a, this is like a, a picture of ops taking the content team stuff and doing good things with it. So next we have, Al, wait, what? Okay, good. All right. Next we have uh, content to care for creative communicators and use words that start with C and platform them to develop engaging content to keep our community connected. Alex. <laughs> That's the creative communicator side. Um, yeah, so Praxis is probably the biggest thing that we look forward to. Uh, this time they are the cards that you're holding in your hands. Um, but yeah, it's really the big, well, I take that back. Social media is probably the thing that you guys engage with the most and see. Um, so yeah, what I'm looking forward to this time around, and this is something that the Lord's really convicted me in, is to make it more relational and to come alongside one another and really steward the gifts that we have in different ways aside from getting the task done. So I'm really looking forward to that. If that's something you are passionate about, creating copy, creating images, um, yeah, we'd love to have you. I'd love to talk to you. Um... Elle was up here just a moment ago talking about Greenhouse, and she's up here again because not only is Greenhouse an opportunity to disciple kids and families, Greenhouse is an opportunity also for all of you who really want to know what's going on over there. Look how we're here. Look. Look how awesome she is. Um, this is also an opportunity for all of you to help serve the kids and family of our church. So how can people help serve in Greenhouse? Well... Um, we actually just had an awesome, awesome experience where we had a bunch of people come together to um, do a worship album for our kids. And what was really cool is just, like, different people be able to, like, from different areas to just use their different skill sets and stuff. Um, right now we're about to go into a series on a house where we're going to go through the different rooms of the house and whatnot. And so something you could do is, like, if you're good at making stuff, you could make a tiny little house or, like um, – <laughs> We also, just any skill or anything, I think it's really cool when people in our community can really, like, make an experience or a structure or something for our kids so you can uh, just, I don't know, just, there's a lot of things you can do, I mean, except, like, build a fire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
All right, so they're looking for pretty much anything except building fires. So if you do anything, you're ready, ready and ripe for kids' ministry. Um, so what we've talked about so far is opportunities for discipleship, where we have the opportunity to be poured into and relate to one another. And we've just talked about this, which is an opportunity to serve our church inside the walls. Again, all of this is at that slash Praxis URL, and we hope that you'll start checking some of that stuff. And now we're going to talk about ways that we serve outside of the church. So here is the local global ministries mission statement, and it says this, encouraging our community to step out as a faithful presence by participating in what God is doing in the world around us. Now, this is important for several reasons. When we're talking about being a faithful presence, uh, you know, a lot of times we think that, um, you know, evangelism or stepping out in the world is this very mechanical process, and we have to put on the right clothes, and we have to have all the right arguments, and then we have to have the plan and go out. But there's something very much about being a Christ follower where we make ourselves available to whatever God might do with us in the moment, whether we're in the grocery store or whether we go to a foreign country on a mission trip. But to be a faithful presence is to be open-handed before the Lord and to say, whatever you desire for me in this moment and however you want to use me, I want to do that. And then the second part about participating in what God is doing in the world around us actually flips the priorities. That it's not about us willy-nilly going out and trying to figure out what we're supposed to do and flailing around and figuring out our calling, but recognizing that God is alive and active in the world today. Amen? God has a plan, and it's coming to fruition through the, through the gospel of Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, and through the hands and feet of the church. And when we recognize that, and that secondly, God does not need any of us, but he desires us to come alongside of that. It changes our priorities and how we step into those things. And so this year we've established three partnerships that are really about our community um, stepping out as one to be that faithful presence and to say yes to what it is that God is doing and what he's inviting us into. Now, one of the beautiful things in this is that so many of you have stepped forward and said, here's what the Lord's calling me to. This is where he's calling me to. This is what he's calling me to start up. And our community wants to be one where we're constantly saying, yes, do that. Let us come alongside of you. Let us help you do what you feel like God's calling you to. But as a church, you know, our, our, our resources are uh, limited right now and ever-growing. And so these are the things that a city beautiful that we're really focusing on. So um, just to introduce the team, this is Logan and Bethany Harris. Everyone give them a round of applause. And Jenna Wimmer is over there. If you could give her a little round of applause as well. Um, these three are absolutely phenomenal. They hear from the Lord so well. They have such a strong conviction to his truth. Um, and each of them have been instrumental in seeing these partnerships established and, and really discerning what it is the Lord's calling us to. So uh, first of all, I just want to invite Bethany to speak to us about our uh, partnership with the human experience. Um, so the Human Experience, if you don't know, is a school that was started by uh, one of our members here at City Beautiful, Nathan Smith. And this school is in its second year, which is awesome. They have about 30 students that are in grades 5 through 7 right now. And this school was started because all of these students, when they were in elementary school with Nathan, um, were zoned to go to D and F middle schools. And uh, the human experience was born out of like the love for the students and the family saying, no, like this is not okay, and we want them to succeed in life. We want to do something about it. Uh, so the human experience was born. And I'm really excited because I am really involved in this and get to, um, I actually work full time, so I don't really get to go to the school, but I get to work with Nathan to help enable awesome people like you to go to the school. Um, so that's really, it's been amazing just to see the students and the way that they work with Nathan. So I want to encourage you to really take a minute and think about getting involved with us. Um, some of the things that we've done so far are we've been able to get some volunteers in the classroom. One of our volunteers leads a weekly Bible study in the classroom, which is great. We have some awesome volunteers that just assist the teachers as best they can. And we also have some volunteers doing some administrative work People like me that have jobs and can't go into the school and volunteer during their hours, but we can do research for grants and things like that. So those are things we've done so far. Two of the big projects that we're working on right now are peacemaking curriculum is our first one. So at the Human Experience, they teach kids and students to handle things in nonviolent ways. And so we really want to come so alongside of them and help them do that. So if you're passionate about nonviolence or peacemaking or helping with curriculum, um, send us an email. 
at localglobal at citybeautiful.ch. Right, okay, I wasn't sure if the emails were that. Um, so yeah, you can send us an email about that. The second thing that we really want to get people involved in is this week we are doing a trial run volunteer week. So all you need to do is come see us at the table over there and sign up for one hour this week to come in and volunteer. And that's low commitment. You're not signing up, you're not signing your life away, you're not signing up to volunteer once a month or anything. Just come and volunteer for an hour this week. So after service, if you wanna come see us at the table, if you have questions or you wanna sign up for that, which I would encourage you to do, or take your friend next to you and go sign up together. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll be at the table over there if you have any questions or anything. Um, our second local, in, uh, local partnership is with the Central Care Mission. So this is um, a drug and rehab facility that's located just southwest of downtown. Um, and this program is absolutely phenomenal. It's pretty unique in that it centers on helping the men find their identity in Christ Jesus and believing that everything else in our lives kind of falls in, 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 in line when we pursue Jesus first and foremost. And so it's, it's really about pursuing identity in Christ and then allowing that to, to begin the healing process that enables these men to step out and to begin to rebuild their lives, whether it's rebuilding relationships, um, rebuilding their, their jobs and their careers, whatever it might be to help them get to, to, to step back out. And, and not only to step back out into society, but to actually turn around and to offer that same blessing to other people in their families and in their job locations. And so uh, we did a prayer retreat in May for these guys over two days. We taught different prayer techniques. It was absolutely phenomenal to see these guys really connect with the Lord in that. We want to continue to do some events like that. But the third Wednesday, uh, or the, sorry, the third Monday of every month is an opportunity for the men of our community and some other um, men from Orlando to come uh, and mentor these guys. So at 6 o'clock on the third Monday of every month, we come together at their space. We have dinner. We kind of share what's going on. And then we just spend time um, listening to the guys, encouraging them in, in where they're at and what they're doing. Um, and it's just, it's been amazing to build relationship with these gentlemen and just to help them, um, you know, pursue God rightly and, and kind of get their lives uh, back in order. So uh, if, you're a, if you're a man in this community and that sounds like something that you might really resonate with you, please email me at ryan at citybeautiful.ch. So those are two local partnerships. Um, the next is our new global partnership, Logan Harris. So back in June, we had the opportunity to take our local global, local global team uh, to Lima, Peru, which was incredible. Uh, there's a church over there that Ryan's had a relationship for years now. Uh, and our intention and our heart in going on that trip was to vision cast with them, but also most importantly to, to communicate that our desire was to establish a lifelong relationship with them and come alongside them and live life with them regardless of the distance between us. And one of the most encouraging things was that towards the end of that trip, we had heard that the pastor told one of their leaders uh, that they no longer feel alone, which was a desperate desire that they had, was to, to feel like they had community, they had relationships with people outside from their actual leadership in their church. And so the fact that that was communicated to them was really encouraging to us, because it's like, all right, God, you're moving, you're working in and through this relationship that even in the course of just a few days that we were over there, he was doing. Uh, so... I'm really excited to announce that we're going to be taking a group from our community back there early next year. Uh, we're still working out the logistics of when the dates will be, so be on the lookout for that. But specifically, we have a few key areas that we're focusing in on. Uh, one being doing a small medical clinic while we're over there, uh, because there's multiple areas in which either they just don't have the resources, they don't have the education materials on how to how to take care of different issues. Uh, one of the huge things being asthma over there. It's amazing how many of the kids or even the adults are dealing with asthma and they just, they don't even realize it or they don't know how to combat that. And so one of the key focuses for us is going and doing a small medical clinic during our course of time over there in the beginning of next year. Uh, so with that being said, if you are someone that has giftings anywhere within the realm of the medical area, you are wanted, you're needed for that trip. So b please, please. Uh, also, we're gonna be looking at sharing stories of how God's moving here in our community, in our city, and also giving them opportunity to share how God's moving in their city, in their community as well, and just listening to them as they share their stories. Uh, and lastly, 
there's going to be a lot of opportunity for intercessory prayer. Uh, prayer for their leaders, prayer for their church, prayer for that community that they're in. Uh, so if any of those areas interest you, medical, praying, I mean, we all love to pray, right? Uh, or even just sharing stories of how God's moving. We'd love to have you on this trip. We have a table in the very back corner. Uh, so yeah, just come on back there. E even if you just have questions before you even sign up, we'll be there to answer those questions. And there's a sheet to sign up as well, if you're interested. This isn't even committing to saying, yeah, I'm going on the trip. It's, hey, I'm interested. I want more information. So yeah, please come see us at that table back there. Uh, we'd love to talk to you. All right, thanks, guys. So I want everyone just to take a minute or two, um, review on, on that form. We looked at some of the discipleship opportunities, groups that you might be interested in plugging into and just uh, participating in what it is that God's doing in this community and raising us all up in maturity in the fullness of Christ. We talked about places for us to serve within, for us to come forward with our spiritual gifts and our passions and in very specific areas in our church to say, yes, I want to participate in that. And then we talked about serving beyond in our local and global endeavors. And there's so much healing um, and revelation that comes through us being willing to say yes by faith. To step into something that maybe we've never experienced before. And to say, I know God's calling me here and I don't know what it's going to look like. But I'm willing to say yes in that. So I just encourage you, finish out filling out that form. Don't forget to hit submit at the bottom. Um, and then we're also going to have an opportunity in a little moment. Um, to interact with those leaders one-on-one -on -one and just learn a little bit more about them and their personality. So when you finish feeling that, I just invite you to stand up. And we're going to pray and we're going to just step back into worship. So Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for everything that you're doing in this community, Lord. Gosh, it's such a whirlwind, Father, seeing your kingdom advance in each of us as individuals, but also through City Beautiful, in the passions that you've given us, in the gifts, and the unique expression of what it means to be the church, what it means to be followers of Christ. Heavenly Father, I pray that you continue to reveal to each of us what it means to find home, that we find home in you, that we find ourselves in your household. Um, that we're, we learn to say yes to you from moment to moment, to say yes to the people that we surround ourselves with. So, Father, we just ask your blessing upon this next season in our church as we move into this new space, as we move into this new time of exploring the ideas of family and home. Be with us and guide us. And may all things be to your glory through Jesus Christ our Lord.